I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Cheers. Hey, guys. So before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you guys to our wonderful sponsors, The Vein and Associate. They're a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city and you're looking for a concierge company for your apartment, then go pay them a visit at devaneandassociates.com. I repeat, devaneandassociates.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm the Lucky and Blessed podcast, a show where we celebrate young entrepreneurs and their achievements, and then we inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs on how to make profit using their passion. And as usual, I'm your host, Lucky the Most. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys, episode 109. Ooh. As usual, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's Thank you. amazing. It's been a long time coming, you know. Remember when it was just two episodes, but now we got yeah. like 100 and something. Yes. So, guys, as usual, I have a special guest in the building today. Amazing friend of mine. I I met this young lady back in, I think, 2019. I think so. Yep. It was definitely just before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, yep. yeah. At Mike's Fitness. Yes. And a friend of mine introduced me to her because... He just felt like we we just need to be connect you understand right because we had the same not not the same but like f- like exercising wise we kind of like had the same i think the drive the too, drive like, yeah we kind of go to the next level next level yeah yeah just so, regular stuff and i i noticed that from you immediately when i was at the gym yes i was like who's this beast <laughs> he's always in beast mode it was amazing <laughs> i know i know but like you know you two you always in beast mode. so that's what he he saw and was like you know lucky i want you to meet yeah. this you know this person here and he introduced us and i remember we did two videos that very day yeah two ab workout video and ever since we've just been you know in touch and it's been a it's been a long time coming you've had um uh, you've had amazing projects you know you're mm. working on the movie you even gave me a chance to be a model once you remember in a uh, road where was that in rhode island but i the clothes oh, were in yes. my size. Yes, yes, it was with REI. Yes. Yeah, there, so. there, I might still hit you up at some point. Like, there's there's always some interesting thing happening. But, yeah, it was with REI. Um, that, was, that was a fun project. Yeah. But, yeah. I, well. I, I missed it, but, you know, whenever you have another chance, just let me know. Definitely. So, guys, our guest today is, I don't know where to start from. She's, she's everything. She does everything. She does it all. <laughs> she... She's into cinematography, photography, bodybuilding. She's an athlete. She's a film producer, an <laughs> actor, a dancer. She's she's into martial arts, loves skateboarding, rock climbing, surfing, too much, just volleyballing. Too much. <laughs> yeah. it's like, the I list go, goes on. I <laughs> Like the more I speak, the more I just I'm just looking at your Instagram page. Like I'm looking at your Instagram profile right now and I'm just calling everything. What is going on? Everything I see. But it's really amazing, you know, how you you. do all of this. What's the secret, Ali? What is the secret? Oof. Maybe I'm still figuring out the secret. I just I've always had a huge interest in many things and um there's so much I want to do in life. Like if I could have an extra 48 hours in a day mm. i could do so much with it i i just i have an appetite for so many different things there's so much to learn in life and from people yeah um and the connections that come through that is what i and the inspiration that i get from others like 
uh, I live for that and I and the creativity um, so yeah I mean I've had a <clears throat> excuse me I've had a pretty I guess non-traditional path yeah. growing up and um, I grew up exploring in the arts a lot and that really pushed me to try just different creative endeavors and um, and it kind of yeah I'm in this interesting phase now where I, I have a little bit of my hands in video and photography but also in sports and um, and some of my projects kind of changed well, I can get into that later, but there's just so much. But so much, yeah. There's, there's a lot. <laughs> okay, okay. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, real quick, can you sure. introduce yourself to the listeners? You know, who's Ali? Okay. Yes. Sure. So my name is Alexandria Pierretienne. It's a I very knew that, you know. long French name. <laughs> Beautiful name. <laughs> Thank you. I discovered that was your name yeah. a few weeks ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. I was calling you Ali Ali. Well, Al, yes. That's still my name, too. And it's the short version. Short version. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. Before introduction, I, I just want to put this out there. <laughs> Two weeks ago, you, you did a post. You posted something about, like, they had you on a newspaper or something, on an article. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. I went to read it, then I was seeing this alexandria freshness i was like really that's that <laughs> at first i was confused i'm like what am i reading like who is this person and then the more i kept reading out i was like this ali they're talking about like i had no clue that was oh you. yeah yeah wow. not i mean i guess mostly just family would call me by my full name yeah um but everyone that knows me go by ali so i don't want to call you ali anymore <laughs> I, that's I, all right i, I, I want to call your full name go for it yeah, yeah. so and i'm originally from montreal uh born and raised um and i've had um yeah most of my life i grew up there and i moved to boston for to go to college i went to a music school at berkeley college of music mm. and i ended up staying here and kind of grew my career from there um that's the very short version yeah um Along the way, I've been exposed to the arts like very early on. I've had, um, I guess, compared to like my other peers in, in school, I've always struggled in school and, you know, I was diagnosed with ADHD. And, really? Um, so my education was uh, very rough. Like I, if it wasn't for the arts, I don't think I would have gone through it um, or you know, I, I think I would have let go or given up very easily. So that that helped me through um, many different phases in my life. Yeah. Um, and I got a chance to explore in dance, in music, um, film, photography kind of came later on, I would say in college. So when I was younger, I I had so much energy, lucky like <laughs> I'm sorry. You it, still have it. ADHD. It was hyperactive. That's what the H stands for. I was bouncing off the walls. It's like teachers. Can't and I don't, you. I don't, I don't blame them. Yeah. I, I would have struggled as a teacher too, if yeah. I had a student like that. And you know, in the, in the education system, there's a very fixed way of learning, learning yep. uh, or an expectation of like, there's only this type of one type of intelligence yeah. um, that they expect from you. Yep. And that wasn't the case for me. I had, I, I just my brain was just different <laughs> um unique yeah um so music dance um i so I, I i played piano i studied classical piano um when i was younger the the joke was always i have an older brother so 
when my mother was pregnant with me, um, sh my brother was taking like violin lessons and oh, okay. he hated it. <laughs> he didn't like it, but my mom would try to get him to practice, go yeah. to lessons. And the joke was that when I was in the womb, I was listening, listening to it. <laughs> so when I came out, I was, you know, I was ready, ready to, to play. go. You were ready to. Yeah. Oh, yeah and yeah. that was my discovery with music. There was like a keyboard, like a little toy in yeah. the house that belonged to my brother. And I picked it up and there's always these demo songs on the keyboard you had like for elise old lang syne uh silent night just like some classics yeah. and i would listen to it not knowing what the notes are like i was probably five and i'd play it back like exactly Ooh. and it was so precise that my parents picked up on it they're like wait there's something here maybe we should get you some lessons like just see where that goes yeah um and there was there are many things like in school i was just i wasn't interested in or would take in my attention but yeah, music yeah. brought me in like so strongly i i and I, I wanted to learn more so so i started with classical music um but even that was kind of tough because classical music is very strict there's a lot of music reading so i was still like struggling with you know learning theory aspect it was very much i was heavily like I play by ear. I I was in perfect pitch, but I I can I can play a song back. Like give me a few minutes and I'll yeah. And I love that. So um, eventually I got a um, I got to study with a, a piano teacher that he um, he didn't just go with a traditional way of teaching. He saw that I had an interest of creating stories through music, mm. composing, and just seeing where that goes. And he he really appreciated that and he pushed me to explore more mm. and he kind of had these different techniques and approaches for me to think differently with like well how would you want this note like if you want this note to make someone feel a certain way how would you go about it how would you approach it um without like throwing like music theory in my face all the time because that kind of takes away your from yeah, yeah. And, and not to say that it's not important music theory is very important and i discovered that later on but i was just very much in the like let's just throw color on the canvas yeah. and so earlier on I, I i realized i really enjoyed composing and i wanted to do more of that and just tell stories through music with different instruments and adding in different colors um so uh, where do I go from there? Later on in fifth grade, um, I picked up the tenor saxophone, or sorry, alto saxophone. There was a band opening up in school and they needed students to sign up. Yeah. Um, the caveat was that you needed to already know how to play an instrument. Mm. I n never picked up a sax before, but I was like, I can figure this out. Like, I didn't take any lessons, I just signed up and they told me like, do you play sax? And I said, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> fake it till you make it you know? <laughs> something like that and um i figured well i have a little bit of this you know music theory music, and yeah. uh and and piano experience and reading so let me just play like experiment with the sax and you know like they go to a music store buy a book with the basics yeah. for fingerings on the on the saxophone instruments and um it sounded terrible like my parents were definitely struggling through like if if any parent out there has you guys know when you have a kid that's learning like a, a reed instrument Instrumen, especially yeah. um it's the piece of wood that goes on the mouthpiece and you have to 
blow like a specific like, yeah. pitch <laughs> and it sounds like dying ducks for the first couple months <laughs> it's tough well like a home one like yeah. no progress yeah well there's yeah it's it's just it's weird because you got to get the technique of uh, the position of your mouth your like mouth. the embouchure yeah. and, and you were self-thought too yeah with with so piano, piano not so yep. as much i had yeah. a, a little bit more of a, a a background with like taking lessons yeah but yeah i was i was self-taught on the saxophone and um an autodidact diet autodidact sorry is is what it's called when people like teach themselves or are able to progress in learning a skill yeah. on their own and i did that a lot like throughout my teenage years Bunch into college yeah. and um yeah eventually i mean there's i don't know how deep you want to go with the music hey, story man. but <laughs> you you can take your time just sure because i, I want to see how you transition to you know different different oh things. sure that's, yeah, that's the thing yeah. that's going on through my mind like how did you you know at what, po at what time in your life did you have time for this do you have time for this do you have time great for that? question yeah. i just don't sleep <laughs> <laughs> you said you need extra 48 hours right to I, yeah <laughs> and a lot of creatives like we don't we sleep very late because a lot of times i don't know why but the brain activity it, it just ignites at ignite nighttime at and nighttime. there's a lot i i get a lot done later in the in the, in the evening let's oh, just wow. say so um but yeah i i eventually uh, through church that's where i grew like as a musician a lot mm. um my mom and i well she was in the choir the the new church we went to was very different from any churches we went this was in montreal yeah. like downtown the church was called evangel it's still there it's an amazing church but they had a 60-piece choir and they had an orchestra um and it was all volunteer based like we put on huge productions uh for like christmas easter I'm talking about like a 60 foot Christmas tree. Yeah. Like think of it like bleachers, but in the shape of a Christmas tree and the 60 piece choir would be there standing the whole yeah. for, throughout the whole show. And we would have the orchestra section and we put on this whole production yeah. and same thing for Easter. We had like a cross that people would stand people in. Stand in. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was, it was great. Um, so I learned uh, through that, I learned how to play with, with other uh, musicians yeah. I, mean, I mean even at school when we were in the bands that was a start of it but I really learned how to just play like orchestral music and the different parts and the relationship between you know saxophone one and flute two and listening to the director and how everything combines together and yeah. it just made me uh, it made me love music and just how everything comes together because there's so much there's so many layers to it yeah. from from directing an orchestra, from composing it, and how everyone's reading the music, and and then the the emotions that come out of it, and how you connect with people, and um, so that was that was big for me. And um, yeah, I w uh, later on in the years, I'm like approaching maybe finishing high school, going into college. Yeah. Um, I played in a couple bands in Montreal, and we gigged a lot. Mm. So I I kind of learned a little more of just the music business side of it and gigging yeah. and you know going playing at venues um i think seven but this is probably between 17 and 22 oh. um but through yeah and then early high school it was mostly like in a church yeah and playing at other churches too so um i i got exposed more to like just different styles of music and especially 
play, when I picked up the sax, mm. I started diving more into jazz and neo soul and funk. Um, so a little more different from what I was used to on piano and, you know, playing by myself or like playing just at a concert, like yeah. a recital. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was very interesting. Um, I don't know what else I, to add to that. <laughs> I have honestly, you did an amazing job, like trying to wrap this whole thing up in a few words. Like this is a huge part of your life. And I honestly, I had no clue that you had a musical background like this. Mm. Like you sound, when you have this conversation, you sound very deep. Like I still see that passion in you. Like when you talk about music, I didn't, mm. I, I know a little bit about music. I can rap, but that's all I can do. You, you get it, right. But like you went through a process of learning different instruments and you know, this was where there was no YouTube that you can go out to learn how to place your mouth and the sack. Yeah. Like you know, yes. like if there was YouTube, it would have been a lot easier, but like, you know, you taught yourself all that to the point where you became part of a band, you know, and you guys were going for gigs from like 17 to 20 something. That's really amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful. And honestly, like, I'm very grateful. My parents, too, yeah. have pushed and encouraged me. My family, I would say, like, they've always encouraged me to keep pushing in music. They, um, I mean, they're incredible. I think it's so, a, like, it's not typical, especially in, like, my family's Haitian. Yeah. So, and uh, I'm sure you can, uh, you can relate, relate to this. Like, a lot of parents will it push for, you know, like, yeah. like, you have to be a Go doctor, to be a doctor, be a nurse. You know, be a pilot, you know. Yeah, like something the, in the sciences or in the STEM. Yeah. yeah. And um, they, I don't know, they, they just, they knew that I had these raw talents and yeah. they wanted to help push it as, like, as far as I wanted to go and they believed in me and i i wouldn't be here today if it wasn't, it wasn't for them for that strong support yeah yeah um and there were there were some teachers even though like school was very tough but there were a few teachers mentors there too that that helped um push me and not give up on oh, it yeah, yeah. when i didn't see it myself but they did and um it, it goes a long way uh so i'm 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 just very grateful that i've had I've had that. Those people around you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's interesting is like when you were a child, you said you had ADHD. Mm. Like, you know, the world we live in now, I feel like kids like that are, are being put in a different side of life. They don't get this. They don't really like, I feel like to a lot of people, it's a disadvantage, but like there's something good that can come yeah. out of that. Like, look at oh, you, yeah. like you use that energy and you put it in the right places and you've succeeded you understand right something that you know the world will say oh it's a sickness but like you are live like that's your drive you understand right yes. you're naturally just going you know yes what have you in person like you know first is like as a child how did you feel you know being quote unquote called you know a child with adhd and what did you learn from it mm. and if you're a parent you know and you see a child going through that, like, what would you do differently? Mm. Yeah, the, those are great questions. I, I definitely felt defeated or like a, there, like a defect. Like I was this flaw, um, and misunderstood. Yeah. And that was that was rough. And I, because of all of that energy too, I had so much energy that it affected with like behavioral issues. Like I can't sit down mm. for long. Mm. I have to move around. So. You know, um, and I was a prankster, so that didn't help. So, 
<laughs> mixed in with i was a little rebel but um yeah i it, it definitely made things like i i would be dismissed a lot easily like if yeah. i didn't understand something and i need to go through it again there's just no time the teacher has to take care take of care like of all the other, other students yeah. it, it's tough and i you know when i got older i definitely un- like i feel for teachers it's mm. it's rough because there's pressure on them too like they have to also fit in a box yeah. and force their students to fit in a certain box and they don't have the proper resources to get through um each student with you know the time that they need um and but i i'm grateful i found a way to just channel all of the energy that i have in all these different elements and i don't feel like i at this point now i don't have to like self-medicate to be able to concentrate i've just i had to it took time but Mm. i had to get used to uh, channeling those energies yeah. in the right way and and s- try to stay focused on mm. them and I think to your last question like what would I do differently I mean I wouldn't do different anything differently than my mom my mom my parents did the best they, they could, could yeah. and I think back then it was like I think now we're a little better with how we approach um, uh kids and young students that you know have different 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 ways of absorbing information and and going through the education system i think we're a lot more accepting with different approaches versus before um but i definitely would if i if i when i have kids like i definitely want to encourage to keep exploring and um not pun- I guess not punish per se like if there's something they want to explore like yeah. go for it ex- yeah encourage and um I don't know I think in general I think it's very important to just to continue the creative side growing up like art and music yeah. is so important even though if it's not something you're, you're you want to do in your do, career yep, later yep. um to exercise that part of your mind um I think is just as important as anything else because it 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 help can help unlock th- things emotionally that you might not understand or um just you know doing some problem solvings like you need that creative side of your Over mind, mind yeah. to be able to think a little bit outside the box and i remember hearing from um i think it was one of the I don't know if it was a CEO of Pfizer. This was many years ago, but a s- someone in a position of a CEO yeah. was talking on their speech about like they have ADD and growing up they had a hard time and people were so amazed to hear that like wow, you of, you all, people, of all people like yeah. um you seem so organized and whatnot and uh it's possible like so I don't see it as a crutch. I don't yeah. uh, there's definitely it I don't know how to put it, but there's I don't see it as a crutch. Um, it, I think it just helps to fuel, like, there's just different sides to explore, yep. um, if that makes sense. And I, I think it, I think it helps with creativity for me 100%, in many ways. 100%. Like, yeah. not just you, there's so many people that, you know, went through the same thing and it's all about just being aware of it and knowing how to, like we talked about, channel the energy. It's, it's really not a disadvantage. It, I, matter of yeah. fact, I think it's a plus. 
Mm. You understand, right? Like, you can move faster. Than, like, you have yeah. so much energy. Like, what the right. fuck? Right. You can get so much that, done. Why the fuck should that be a problem in the world like this? You understand, right? Like, Multitasking. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you're naming every one of them. You get yeah. it? Like, like, look at your life. It's amazing, man. And like, everything you do. Oh, thank you. You're still out here, like, moving like it's nothing. You understand? Right? I bet mm. you after this, you have a bunch of things lined up to, to crush, you know? So, I honestly think it's a plus and we just need as you know families and and parents to learn how to like you know channel that energy into various things not mm-hmm. just one you know various things you go do so many things just yeah. keep you busy like you talked about and i think i mean for an example like taking taking i think taking breaks is important if if a if you notice that a kid is like having a hard time staying on track um or concentrating on something sometimes in school like we force like very long periods yeah. of studying or absorbing something and i i found it helps for me like take 10 minute break like maybe at every 40 minutes if yeah. i if i have to study for study something, something or step away and come back a little bit more refreshed fresh pair of eyes mm. so in my work now i i always try to remind myself to do that because if not I'll, I'll try to get in the zone and yeah. um i i think it helps so yeah um so that's i guess a little bit about like the music, music. story okay. <laughs> backstory <Okay. laughs> what so else do you want to know how did you channel for music after music what mm-hmm. was next after music what did you go into next sure um well I, I guess simultaneously in parallel. So I, well, let me step back in Montreal because I wasn't in Boston yet. I went to a community college right after high school in Montreal and they had a good music program. So I decided to like, that was when I knew, like I definitely want to pursue music, yeah. take it more seriously. I'm gigging, I'm playing the saxophone, I'm, I'm, composing but i want to learn more music theory i want to better understand i guess some of my weaknesses in music and you know how can i turn that to an advantage and and just strengthen i guess myself as a musician musician. and use the tools that i can to you know get to the next step that i want and so i i went to vanier college and i they had a good program where a lot of the students would eventually go to McGill University. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they have a good like jazz program, and um, so that that was like the next step. Um, but eventually, I I heard about Berkeley College of Music, and when I spoke to other musicians back home, you know, I, they were like, "You should check out Berkeley College of Music." And at the time, I never heard about the school, but they're like, "Yeah, it's it's right up your alley." Like. You know, I wanted to compose, and um, so I, I looked into it, and I signed up, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to get in. No way. <laughs> but let's that? just try. Why, why, why not? Why, why is that? Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's just a prestigious school yeah. with virtuoso musicians. Like, yeah. we're talking kids that, like, started playing jazz, like, since they, since were, they born. were born. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's incredible, yeah. Self-taught like you, you know, these are it, kids yeah. that had coaches, tutors, yes. so yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. You're you're right there. I I felt like I was just maybe I wouldn't fit yeah. in in that 
um, environment and self-taught. Like there's still a lot of, there's there's pros and cons with self-taught. Yeah. Uh, I encourage anyone to try to explore things on their own. Yeah. But of course having proper education and like coaching, whatever sh- form of that, um, yeah teaching that you get is important because you can form bad habits or there's just certain things you're not going to know so yeah there there were some there were some things I had to correct and um and fix my mistakes like when I studied under my sax professor like he's like yeah you've been doing that for too long we gotta gotta tweak that a little (laughs) bit and it's true but uh why yeah I felt like I just I wouldn't get it but I told myself what do you have to lose? Mm. So I, I applied. I um, auditioned. It was like a whole well, rigorous process. And I got a scholarship. Well, and I was like, I guess this is this is it. It's happening. <laughs> it's now or never. <laughs> yeah. Um, so from there, well, in, in the meantime, so I used to draw. Uh, I'll just, this is my segue to photography. I used to draw. You, you I draw used, too? Yeah, I was... I was decent like I had I loved more like the cartoon style so I thought maybe I'll be a cartoonist someday and even in school like the students would ask me to draw like just as a joke like make fun of the teachers you know (laughs) make build like caricatures Caricatures, come on we all did we all did (laughs) stuff like that (laughs) but um that was I, I used to draw like comic books like comic strips and just build stories and even if we go way back like i used to play with barbies or hot wheels whatever type of toys i had i would take a camera and film it and create a whole story Mm. and then i would add music to it Mm. like whatever i made on piano you know i I would try to piece it together um so i there was always like this interest of like some visual elements i and I don't draw anymore, but I felt like that kind of transitioned to photography for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, my dad had a camera laying around in the house that wasn't really being used. And yeah. I just picked it up and started playing around yeah. with it. And I loved it. I never left the house without my camera. Really? And kind of that's how I kind of got into like street photography and more or just like nature photography as well. Like whatever. I would shoot anything and just explore and see what I liked. So... Mm. That kind of uh, took an interesting turn because, oh, sorry, you're going to say no, something. No, no, no. I'm just, you said it took an interesting turn, so I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, that kind of put me, like, I was pretty bold. I would go up to people and I was like, can I shoot? Can I just quick, take a quick, quick, quick snapshot? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, sure, okay. Like, this is kind of random, but they'd have fun with it. So uh, I'm in, like, downtown streets of Montreal, and I'd ask people, like, hey, let me take, take a like, picture. a quick portrait yeah. and just practice portraiture. And eventually, I don't know how, I love, like, remember, I'm the one bouncing off the walls. I, I have, like, this interest with, like, sports and whatnot. Yeah. So I love climbing things. And I would climb up, like, in the alleyways. I'd find an escape ladder and get to the rooftop. And there's a whole other world to explore. World to explore. I don't know if you've done rooftop yeah. hop. It's so much fun. Um, but I met, I, I, there was, I remember there was this, these group of guys. I forget, uh, I forget if I, if they went to the same school as me, but I saw them downtown. They were all like fresh from head to toe. They had like the 80s fade, yeah. uh, fresh kicks. They were all like stylish. And I was like, guys, do you like rooftop hopping? <laughs> 
They're like, what? I was like, I'm taking some okay. portraits. What do you think if we take like some just unique shots? Like, yeah. let's go to the roof, some of the rooftops, and they were they were down. So we found an alleyway. I found like a, an escape ladder, and they're like, this is crazy. Like, we can get in trouble for this. Um, but I was like, this is a journey. Is let's a journey. see where it goes. And um, so I I kind of portraits for me kind of started like that where i would take people to different scenes or yeah different scenes it was kind of an urban exploration sometimes we're in an abandoned place or you know just somewhere unexpected but it was kind of part of the journey with the photo session it wasn't just like okay we stay in this one spot just take one trip yeah it was like let's see where it takes us you're still creating a story basically the same energy yeah you could say that yeah your music you still brought that same energy to the I loved it because yeah. I got to know them yeah because it wasn't just like you can't force a moment in front of the camera there's mm. you have to let it things happen but it's also there's a lot that goes on but as a photographer you have to make the person feel comfortable yeah. and get to know them and you're trying to capture their raw essence candidly yes. well depending on the what style like you can stage things but I really loved just Naturally. going yeah just go go with the flow oh. and and capture some of those some moments, moments yeah. and i always got feedback like that was different like i've i've gotten photos taken and there was, i've never done anything like that i've never like jumped over a fence and yeah. tried something different <laughs> outside the box uh, yeah completely thinking outside the box so i guess it's like a little bit of a, a ninja <laughs> slash photo glamour shoot but yeah, it, I I really enjoyed that, and that was the moment where I was like, I definitely want to continue with photography. Yeah. So going now, moving over to Boston, and I'm at Berkeley. I'm at a music school where there's a lot of artists, and um, you know, a lot of artists that will need Pictures. you know photos, photos taken, taken or yeah, their yeah, shows yeah, or yeah, concerts shows, concert, yeah. captured, and have a media presence on their platform. So I that that gave me the opportunity to explore more yeah. like what I can do with the yeah. camera too. And eventually, and I know this happens to a lot of photographers or videographers out there. Like you'll get asked, do you do video too? Yeah. And you just go, yeah. Like why not? Why I can do photography. Can do like that. video is also very interesting. And I've always, I've dabbled into it. Like back when YouTube first started, Yeah. um, this was a high school friend said you can totally like kill it in on the youtube channel like this was back in 2006 yeah. like we're talking way back and way uh, back. Was um, 2006. yeah so i've always i was like spending hours and hours like editing videos just for fun and put it on youtube, YouTube. and got like a little bit of a following yeah i mean back then like i had 3,000 subscribers back then that was like that was really? a lot i was like holy shit sorry i don't know if we can no, you good, <laughs> But well, I still have a three thousand followers. <laughs> still struggling to get now. Them. Now, like Ooh, pet dogs pet have two point one k. Yeah, yeah. Just easy. from living on the couch, on the couch. you know, yep. and doing cute yep, videos. Cute videos. <laughs> Times have changed, man. Times and have you, changed. And there you were like putting in work to make a video and yeah. dropping it out there. All kinds of stuff. Okay. Like it was like music video for like my cousin or um just a story. Yeah. You know, that I I explored in many different things. So anyways, like fast forward, I I was like, yeah, I'm definitely interested in trying out video stuff. So it kind of grew. 
Um, and then for work, like I eventually got an assistant producer job at Berkeley because they have an online school. Yeah. Um, so for, you know, anyone that wants to just learn remotely, yeah, make sure it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, yep, good call. <laughs> still going. <laughs> still going. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got to work in, in a studio and kind of just be there for whatever the the producer needed yeah um work on studio help build sets record you know work audio um and then also editing too so i you know i had like a small desk on the side in the cubicle section and whatever they needed edited that day um and that was the other thing too like i i taught myself how to edit videos like on windows um I yeah, I explored. I did a lot. Of, I did a lot of things that I was exploring. And I'm afraid of you. Oh God, don't be afraid. <laughs> you thought yourself. Yeah. So I had what was it? Windows Movie Maker. If anyone, I know I'm dating myself right now, but I Windows am- Movie Maker on uh, on like the old Windows computer. I have no clue what that is. This is, bef- this is before the iMovie. Um, but yeah, I was always just trying to cut things together and see what comes out. But eventually, you know, explored with Premiere Pro. Yeah. And I didn't know too much of, of the software, but enough to, you know, do something like like basic videos. Um, and so with the assistant producer job, they, they also use like the Adobe suite softwares. Yeah, yeah. And I got to learn more of the techniques from them. So that helped that helped me out a lot, um, just exploring more with uh, with video editing and you know learning the cameras more and the techniques. But um, yeah, so that kind of that that's how I transitioned over to like the visual side with photography. And there's a lot I can say about that, but that's like the gist of it. Um, and then after graduating mm-hmm. at Berkeley, we're we're putting a pause on the music story right now. But for video and photography, I eventually got a job offer I, I i did some exploring after berkeley i went to the middle east for like a few months gotcha. and then came back here i was like really trying to figure out like i need i need some consistent pay and i was gigging a lot with music yeah. but i needed something consistent consistent and i thought you know photography and video there's there's something there there's something there with real estate yeah. especially in boston it's always been booming so I, I looked into a couple um, f- um, creative firms that focused more on that and found one that I, I, I now I'm, I work, I've been working with for a couple of years. Um, so I felt that was a, that was a good opportunity just to learn more of the tools, yeah. with the gear and, and also to help fuel my music because I didn't want to let that go. Um, so I, I'm doing my best to keep it keep the story contained i'm enjoying the story <laughs> you just <laughs> i'm enjoying the story it's amazing honestly thank, yeah thank you. you you did a good you did a good job summarizing everything like we're touching every single part of oh yeah your life and i like it please just yeah roll roll okay <laughs> yeah. yeah well thank you so that that was how um video and photography came kind in. of came into into the picture pun intended yeah. and developed that was so bad that was a good one life happens for a reason perfect timing Peter and, uh, <laughs> came into the picture okay yeah um real estate you went into real estate you know yes 
that was interesting. I mean, it's not something obviously that I, I want to be doing yeah. the rest of my life. Um, but it has taught me a lot. So I, I work for a creative firm that does the marketing portion. So we don't, I don't do real estate. Yeah. You just take pictures of, yeah. So there, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, but I started off as just a photographer at first, but now I do, um, video production cause we, we tell more stories behind what goes on in like, the skyscrapers that you see in Boston yeah. downtown like who built it yeah. how was it built yeah. who were the developers and the architects that put their minds to get the permits and and build something like that and what goes into the construction so we kind of do like documentaries of that um and then for photography like we do like our architectural commercial photography and um I got my drone commercial pilot license to yeah. to do drone stuff and did we you learn that by yourself or you took no no that i can't <laughs> i can't say i learned that by myself that would have been i mean you can yeah. just like flying it yeah, sure but, you still but for to. commercial yeah. you need your license for that gotcha. and um you act they, they actually there's a lot of resources online if like you are interested in getting it you can learn by yourself yeah but the thing is the laws with uh drone regulations changes like every couple months i wouldn't oh, even really? say every year it's oh, every really? couple months because it's still it's still in the early phases and um i mean back when it started there was nothing like people can fly anywhere and do whatever yeah, they want and yeah. then there'd be accidents happening so yeah. they had to put regulations on it but they keep updating it so um i did it through an online school yeah and you know a couple months what was wow. it like two months study for that and wow you finally did something without you finally paid for ah! something and took a class <laughs> <laughs> oh wow congratulations but, man oh, I, I, hey. I never thought you were gonna do <laughs> yeah so there's that um we also like fly in helicopters to get some aerial shots yeah. like if there's some specific project that requires a higher altitude mm. uh, the drone the won't drone, cut it yeah yeah we need something higher so we'll do that so uh, uh yeah I'm, I'm just grateful that i was able to dive like completely into into that world and learn uh, not so much like real estate sure it's more of like the the production side production with that side, company yeah. i'm I, i've learned a lot um and yeah and then the meet in the meantime i i've been still freelancing on the side and doing more of like the creative projects on the side so i'm now at a point in life where i'm just trying to i guess you can say i'm in the i'm in a fork in the road because i do want to i do want to take off with doing my own thing fully yeah um so I, i'm doing a little bit every everything, everything that will eventually merge yeah mm. merge together so. so what would you do fully like your own thing like what would it be oh <laughs> uh definitely in production um music for me i've always said this for many years music and the visual yeah. will always be there gotcha. um in my heart and like what i want to do with people and and make something great so like yeah. i'd love to just either run like a production company and that has a little bit of everything yeah um or or one of those like if it's just gonna be video or photography yeah. i just i can't let go of any of the like those three yeah music Maybe. photography film mm. and there's just so much that you can do with it um and they're all together yeah 
they are yeah. um but it's such a it's a, such a powerful medium through communication and mm-hmm. telling people's stories um and i've from like the photography that i do um i always try to bring out like people's you know what they're about yeah. and share their art and story and same with film like i'm i'm working on these small projects now where i'm i'm interviewing like athletes and how they got to where they are and like the type of what how how they work through you know their their struggles or and then also like yeah their challenges Challenges, and what drives them like why they do what they do um and so just collaborating with people in general like that keeps me alive that keeps me going and there's so much you can do with like those three mediums and more like dance but but i i I just i love production i love piecing things together and seeing you know how how things work individually but then when you put it together Together. like when you watch a really great film and you see how much work you you watch the credit roll and you see like how many people how many people it took Mm. I love that. Mm. <laughs> it's a it's a collective. It's yeah. a collective f- effort. So yeah, I am kind of a one woman show in many ways, but I do want to keep expanding and and do that with with others. So so it's a it's a work in progress. Wow, that's dope, man. Round of applause for you. Appreciate it. <laughs> so appreciate. You even it. thought about like having like a one stop all like you know music video in, in one three in one kind of like. So, you know, whatever artist you're working with, you know, mm. he does his music, his videos, and also his photo with you. Like, you know, you ever thought of something like that? Oh, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. I think it'd be just having like a production warehouse yeah. gives so much production flexibility with yeah. with building. Yeah. And it must sets. not be you doing everything. You understand, right? You could have different people that, but you just, because you love these three things, you could just have different people to had all these different departments but you just provide that service to people you know yeah doesn't mean mean that ali has to be here in music here in video here in photo you know just yeah someone else you know being there for you yeah yeah, yeah having having a team um even like when i when i composed music and i was rehearsing with a band like i always loved what everyone brought to the table mm. and their individual uh, style and personality. Yeah. I didn't want to just tell people what to do and it's got to be my way. I really loved that two-way, like, collaborative yeah, yeah. Uh, dynamic mm. in the room, and I've always invited that. So same just with any of the projects that I work on. Yeah. There's just something that uh, you, you're just making in the moment mm. together. It's mm-hmm. this magic that I can't quite put my finger on but yeah. when you connect with people that way like it is yeah it's different and um i get very excited about it and it's like holy shit we're, we're creating something good here i love that whether it's in music and video photography yeah. so yeah so that's i've I seen guess. that i've seen that part of you oh, like okay. when, when, like when we make our workout videos it was at a we oh, used to yeah. go, you bring one exercise, I bring one exercise. Yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was always, okay, what exercise do you have in mind, okay? And but, like, we're challenging each, each other, other, too, because yeah. we're, we're, like, learning from that. From, yeah. 
and I remember like your ex- your moves are moves that I have never seen before. Oh, you get right. So it's like oh wow, like you realize Same. that there's so much out there for you. Like you th- you thought you knew mm-hmm. you thought like oh good, but wait till you try. You bring someone else in and they 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 show you their world. Oh, it's like, true. It's a completely different world. It's true. Yeah. Because you had different ways of working on your core that I have never seen before. You understand? Well, oh, wow, this is really interesting. And yeah. and all that came from your dancing and, and, like, you know, different martial arts and all that. Like, you just bring that into the workout field. So, interesting. Martial art wasn't something I tried until later on in life. Like, I didn't have... Um, I didn't have experience in it earlier on. I did. I love to play fight as a kid. Just like, jump into things. <laughs> ju- yes, jump into things. But growing up, I, I did watch my brother uh, did Taekwondo yeah. uh, when he was younger. So growing up, I, I watched him in competitions. And I think I was also just so busy with the other things that you were doing. Extracurricular yeah. activities. So I didn't get in, get a chance to get into martial arts. Um, but one of the projects I started working on recently, I think this was around the time we met in t- 2019, I was working on just this building this like action figure prototype. Yeah. Um, and for a potential like film project, film project yeah. uh, which you know about Rogue yeah, Black, Rogue but Black. Um, exploring into that, it only started as a photography like idea. I wanted to just create this character this badass like female character character, she's an assassin of some sort we don't know the full story but i i i created that and out of that like i don't know it just ignited some interesting ideas like huh this could be a film this could be a like a video idea like where can where can we go with this and it actually changed a lot of my training Mm -hmm for the next like two to three years like drastically <laughs> drastically i remember you walk with sticks too like you know like oh yeah like eskrima sticks yeah, or, or like, the staff yeah the, the bow um and weaponry so weaponry. i yeah i got in touch with um i somehow like somehow uh this friend now a friend but a few people saw rogue black that i put on instagram and it just started these interesting connections with people I would have never been exposed to people in the martial art world, people in the stunt world, um, in the film production world. And, you know, they were interested. They're like, what is this? Like, there's something here. Like, let's create something. And it's been an interesting journey from then on. But yeah, just to go back to like the martial art part and training, like my training drastically changed. I started training and thinking, like as rogue black this character like what what would she be doing what are her tools and what are her skill sets as a fighter and so i jumped into a little bit of mma i jumped into a little bit of um like tricking and tumbling and just just practicing any and all of those like elements and see like how we can piece it together for this character so yeah it's been fun. <laughs> do you do you ever believe in limitations? Honestly, do you believe you have limits? Do you believe like what's your mindset <laughs> towards limitation? Like I want to oh, know. Yeah. Understand, right? Like because you have no limit. I yeah I try to I try to push my limits and you know we have to be realistic. There mm-hmm. are there are some limitations, but I try. I'm I always want to constantly learn uh, new things, but mm-hmm. also just to just to better like my toolkit and and perspective um 
and the human body is an amazing thing there's so much we can do with it and i'm always trying to see like what else can i do what like what's the next level i can push to and Mm. um so uh, limitation is an interesting word because again we do have to be realistic i can't just like go on the roof and jump jump. off obviously (laughs) and we're we're not robots either Mm -hmm. like we fluctuate like even like we we strive for perfection like our diets like the the shape of our body but we fluctuate there's ups and downs Mm -hmm. and it's it's how to like understand how to adjust when you do struggle in the downs or when you are at your peak like I don't know. It's constantly changing and yeah, you have to yeah, adapt. Yeah. And sometimes take a break, like you said. Yeah, taking breaks. Um, so, but yeah, I'm, I'm always, I'm never going to stop. Like, I always have that curiosity and I want to feed that curiosity yeah. with uh, trying new things. Mm-hmm. And even if it's just one thing, you can spend a lifetime mastering that. And like, there's so much to learn so there's no i guess in that aspect there's no limitations there's, no limitation. yeah. there's so much so no, i'm sitting down with, yeah, with you and i'm like damn lucky guys like i want to do more stuff too because trust me like you, yeah you you can we name all, can we just name all the things you do like can we, can we just, <laughs> oh guys, god are you sure yeah <laughs> like, i want this people to know who i'm talking to you understand right sure, sure. yeah so i'll let you do it i'll let you you know like you tell us the things you can do the things I can do. Um, so with, I guess I'll start with music because music was the first, first thing, thing yep. that I started with. Um, so I, I play like piano, yeah. tenor sax, alto sax, I guess you could say, and guitar. Um, play guitar too? Yeah, and wow. the joke at Berkeley was that like, you go to Berkeley lear- like playing one instrument maybe and but then. you leave berkeley playing two to three instruments you, you actually got three. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so i picked up guitar uh at berkeley and there's a lot of guitarists and um you know everyone's learning from each other and mm. y- y- it eventually rubs off on you, on like, you yeah so anyway so yeah there's that where where else do i go i mean i i i'm an editor i'm a film maker photographer so we have that portion (laughs) um i guess with sports there's a long list (laughs) there's a long list you want me to list it okay so i i mean i played beach volleyball for a while uh soccer basketball ping pong i actually used to play in tournaments for ping you pong play, when you have time to play <laughs> this was like many year many years ago so okay. maybe it doesn't count but it's probably <laughs> the most random fact Whoa. about me. um that's 10 you said 10 is okay Keep did going. i okay you're counting I'm okay counting. okay um <laughs> so uh i sl- i was a serious slackliner for a while do you know what slacklining have you heard of that um no nah. <laughs> it's um it's like walking <laughs> on tightrope oh really yeah but it's a little looser so little not looser. exactly like super tight like at yeah. a circus you yeah. would see tight ropes it's kind of wobbly and loose um <laughs> Sorry, yeah. yeah you're good uh so I, I did that for a while um um skating skating uh, I did longboarding. I did downhill free free ride longboarding. So y- you're doing like steep hills, yeah. 
and you do slide tricks so you're yeah. wearing gloves uh and and you do these slide tricks and i did that i don't know maybe like two three years but um okay there's more Surfboarding. Uh, Snowboarding? Surfboarding, snowboarding. Yeah. Uh, surf. Yeah. yeah. So surf surf is tough. I, I dabbled in it, but I won't say that I'm a surfer. Okay. Um, and rollerblading, rollerblading. Was, is still in my life. Like, you hugely. Huge. There's a season yeah. for that. You you go on yes. and off that. There's a season where the, all you just do is rollerblade. Yeah. Yep, and then there's a season where you get off that and you... Yeah, but all to say, I mean, there there's more. I can list more, but you all to say, too? I dance. Yeah, I did. I did have a dance background. Um, I grew up uh, dancing ballet and tap. I went. I went to a dance school, so they kind of teach a little bit of everything. So yeah. dance, tap, and um, I was on hip hop teams. Yep. Um, and when I moved to to Boston, I explored more in West African dance. A little bit of like from Ghana or Senegal. Yeah, I you were posting videos of that on Instagram too. Yeah. And I said I was going to join you, but I never did. Oh. <laughs> you remember like I commented and said, I want to, you like, come over, man. This is going to be See? fun. Like, well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, and then I explored into salsa. I was on a salsa team. Um, and uh, yeah, there's, I, I performed too a little bit with, with dance, uh, like with some bands I yeah. would perform. Um, so all of these interests, like it helps fuel creativity a lot for me and exploring different aspects of it. But I really loved how, uh, at least in Boston, Mm. I would say there's so many communities and different worlds Worlds. that you can get into. Um, there's just so much happening and I kind of, of course the curiosity, it goes far for me. So like I wanted to explore and like slacklining or rock climbing or yeah you rock climb too yeah yeah um i think now so i i know i'm i'm like i'm capable of pushing those limits for myself and trying these things some of them are like you got to be a daredevil to do it do it yeah um and and yeah just be courageous to try it because some of it could be scary but uh, i think now i'm like at a point in life where i'm practicing restraint um and focus like narrow down my focus on yeah, something yeah. if you really want to you know take it far like whether it's you know your business the career the the direction you go because if not you're going to get spread so thin so, so thin. um those are all the passions i still love and like near and dear to my heart like yeah. i still i'm never going to stop moving you know that lucky yep, like yep, every yep, day yep, I'm, every I'm moving day. yeah um so I'm just like narrowing down the focus a little more so that it makes more sense. No, I feel you. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Like now you're like, okay, I've done all these things. You know, what are the ones that I can now just, you can be committed to all of them at the same time. It's, it's not possible. In no. order for you to be successful, you have to pick a few and just dial in on, on that right there. And, you know, but my my question is, how do you have time for all this? Thing? So, like, mm. when you were doing all of this, like, how did you create time? Like, well, yeah. what was your day like? You know, even till now, what's your day like? Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. I I'd have to cycle through it, like you said. You can't do everything simultaneously. So, whether it was seasonality or, you know, breaking it down like quarterly or what whatever the case would be for yeah. depending on the schedule. 
I have to cycle through them. So with with certain sports, like if it's going to be a, in the summertime, like, um, you know, I, I would just get back to it like the next season yeah. and then focus on more internal things or like uh, and then some things overlap. So I, I, I think that's the best way I could say it. And then, like I said before, I I. I really don't sleep much. Yeah. It's not healthy. I don't recommend it, but... Uh, so <laughs> how many hours of sleep do you get a day? How many hours? Oh, man. I mean, on a good day, I guess five to six. Really? But I would... Yeah. I mean, I, that's still a lot. I think that, I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, boy. I'm like... I'm always... So I'll... I work full time with this creative firm. Yeah. And then... I go home and I'm working on my side, side projects, projects yeah. or like my clients for side projects and I'm working hours like late night mm. doing that and then I try to squeeze in whatever training I can. I try to for consistent training I try three two to three times a week. Like yeah. I go somewhere and I train. But um also just for every day I try to do even if it's in my apartment, like get a ten minute you know movement of some sort whether it's like stretching or right now like even rolling like foam Foam rolling rolling, i gotta i gotta incorporate that like almost every day yeah yeah, um so i yeah i just try to fit in i don't know that answers your question yeah yeah no no no. i i like it i like i like the fact that you say some 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 things are seasonal you understand me right yeah and when the season is off you focus on your energy on other things you know mm-hmm. internal stuff yeah but even like with um my photography business i used to i used to shoot everything like if you went on my old website yeah. a while back you would see like i can do a wide range of services yeah. i did weddings um i did event photography mm. um whether it was concerts or like regular portraits or family portraits it was all there and i've learned over time like to be a little bit more successful and have like uh, a niche or something. Yeah, exactly. You have to have a niche to to just get further and have, uh, I guess, mo- like just stronger clientele, clientele and. Yeah. Um. So I I had I eventually just like narrowed that down more. So, um, it's great to have a variety. I think I think you still need to practice like experimenting and trying different things but in the business it just goes further if you are more focused yeah Yeah, narrow it down so my focus recently has been more in um no like i mean there's that (laughs) (laughs) i keep like (laughs) your face is always like oh there's more (laughs) yeah um i mean for for like my my projects um, that I've been working on, I've been focusing more with um, like personal branding, okay, um, and branding in general, but mostly with like smaller businesses that are either they have been a little bit established or they're just starting out, yeah, yeah. and and like kickstarting that. So, um, so that's like outside of the the full time real estate gig that I do. So there's a lot, but yeah. I would want us to talk about this new gig, the personal branding for sure. business and all that. But before we do that, I just want to take you back a little bit. You know, from your story, like, it's just amazing that you just, you didn't believe in the world. No, I can't do it. You, mm. you get it, right? Like, 
I can learn it. Like you, 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 you I, I think you always had this. I may not be able to do it now, but I can learn how to do it. And you never like give excuses of saying, I don't have the resources. You, mm. you made sure you, you know, you made it happen. Question is like, where did this come from? You know, like there's you that just didn't say no to anything. Mm. You, you Are you trying to prove someone wrong? Or it's just this thing inside you that just wants to like, you know, where's, where's this energy coming from? Mm. Yeah. I I think my earliest memory of, of something like that, maybe it was proving to myself mostly, but um, I've been an asthmatic my entire life. I've gotcha. had asthma since I was a kid, like six months old. And I never let that stop me with, um, you know, like, especially with sports, like it's, it's can, it can trigger your asthma attacks. Like I was in the hospital a lot when I was really? younger, like, for like a couple of days to a week it was very very common and you know we were all trying to figure out like what are causing the triggers but obviously with my hyperactivity that did not help at all yeah and so like you know the the teachers would be like you know maybe you should sit this sit one out the, but yeah. in sports i'm very competitive like healthy competitive but I want to I want to get out there and I want to play. I want to do the best I can. Yeah. And I want my team to win. Yeah. So I was always like All in. I'd have an asthma attack and like we're in the middle of the field. I'm about to like score this goal or pass the ball to the to you know to my teammate. teammate yeah. And you can hear me wheezing. They're like, "Ali, you need to sit sit out." And I'm like, "No, I don't want like I don't want this to stop me." And like throughout the years it's always been like that. So um I, I think, I think, I don't know. I, I always felt like I don't want to, I don't want to lim- like tell myself I can't do something or yeah. even with, even with, um, just teachers like saying like, you'll, you'll never you figure never, this yeah, out or, yeah. you know, cause I, I can't like solve like a math problem as quickly as or finish the you know the exam as quickly as other students i i don't know i think maybe it is trying to prove to myself or maybe i'm it's a great question i i haven't thought of that um yeah i think i'll let you think about that sure but true 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 like it's it's really mind-blowing you get right hearing the kind of person you are and just knowing that you never like everything they said you couldn't do you understand right that's what you're trying to do you had you had adhd asthma like those two things there can literally just stop someone from doing anything you get right because you're hyperactive and hyperactive being hyperactive doesn't help you when you you know you're, you're asthmatic like you have to just but like for some reason you were able to balance both of them and just just amazing that leads to my next question what can stop you what can stop me yeah or who can stop you because you look unstoppable you understand right even adhd asthma whatever your your background yeah. wherever you're coming from none of that has stopped you from getting to where you are because it didn't stop you from entering berkeley even though you knew that you knew it wasn't possible, you understand, right? But still, mm. that didn't stop you, you understand? Like, what do you think can stop you? I mean, it it, it sounds cliche, but I think myself. Yeah. I, I've had moments where 
I kind of I felt like I let myself down because I I didn't I didn't take a chance on something or I, I didn't feel like I was prepared for an opportunity and I just said you know I can't do it yeah even at Berkeley like it's such a competitive school and yeah. the whole time I was there I was like I don't belong here like mm. I don't um maybe I don't deserve to be here because I'm not as good as everybody else um and I felt like I think later on in the years just before graduating I kind of felt like I lost my voice um it was a mixture of burnout with it's hard when you're when you create sometimes you can't force creativity but uh it you kind of have to like in a music school you're gonna have to stay yeah you you have to always stay on the whole time yeah and performing too but i think overall i got very self-conscious about my voice as a musician yeah and i i felt like i lost it and maybe because i let that inner voice get to me like Mm, you're not you're not not as good you're not good enough like why are you doing this um so i and i still feel like i in some ways um like I know we talked about limitations before, but mentally I think there's that's there's that voice is still there and you have to like always fight it. Fight it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was one thing I was gonna say about the asthma part. Um, I felt like the some of the physical activities, um, like running or playing a wind instrument, actually helped my asthma tremendously. Oh really. Um, you'd think the opposite, the opposite yeah. because you're thinking like, obviously this is going to trigger, trigger and over exacerbate yeah. your lungs, but no, it actually, it helps increase lung capacity, like having consistent running, Run. regulating your heartbeat yeah. and, yeah. or swimming, um, and playing an in, a wind instrument or maybe vocal, like vocal lessons too. You're practicing techniques for your diaphragm and breath control so when you're in a situation of being in an an asthma attack in a in a moment of crisis Mm, mm, mm. instead of like panicking or not feeling in control of your body there is some control there because you've kind of practiced it through all these exercises yeah Yeah. so i i in in ways i think that's also why like i didn't want asthma to stop me with you know some of these activities I'm doing, but I felt like it was also part of like, there's certain trainings I want to do yep. to, if I'm in a situation that's going to be, um, I guess, urgent, whether it's survival or fight or flight, like I want to at least somewhat be prepared or feel like my body can handle this. Cause like, you don't want to be in a situation where you felt like, I should have been able to run out of this and I can't, I don't know. Sometimes my mind goes into the extreme, but you know what I mean? (laughs) It's the same with parkour. Like I really loved training parkour. There's so many beautiful aspects of it, but just from a safety, Safety um, from a safety standpoint, like if you can get over an obstacle to just get out of a situation, like why not? Like Uh, maybe your body can, maybe you can do it. I feel you. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I remember you you said something about like being in Berkeley, like you have a moment where your mind was that little voice, you know, little mm. bitch voice saying you can't this is not for you, it's, you know, good enough for this and I and I get it, like you understand, right? Like 
I would feel. I guess I would feel the same way. I guess anyone would feel the same way. Be just based on how you you got to where you are today, your self thought. You understand, right? You look about you and you look at these other people that really, really spent money and you know to get to where they yeah they are right now. You know, which I feel like you deserve it more because you made a way where there was no way. You understand, right? So like when you get this, because if you have money, you can do anything. Mm. There's no stress, like you understand. But I feel like doing something without money, making a dream come to reality without money, without you know that extra guidance, you take it all by yourself and you make it happen. I I feel like you you deserve it more than the person that had all those because, like I said, it's easier with them. But you you have to go through those you know moments where you don't even know how to. You had to figure things out every single day. You 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 fail, you get back up, you fail, but with money you fall less mm. but like self teaching yourself something you there's moments where you wanted to give up but you still push through so as I, I feel like if anybody else they deserve that you are the one that deserves it because you mm. fought your you fought your way here some people paved their way there you get right yeah, yeah yeah that's that's that that's also just my my thought but like what do you do in moments where you have that this is not you don't deserve this like you know when that little voice come like what do you do like how do you yeah there's you have to really just tune it out and it's it's easier said than done mm. um i i think i also have to remind i had to remind myself like why am i here why am i doing this and yeah. remind yourself of the bigger picture um because obviously it's not gonna be like a straightforward path it's not gonna be like a smooth road like um so just reminding yourself taking a step back like hey wake up like this this is why you're here you know and just focus and like try to tune out tune out that voice um and i think also just like reminding yourself i mean you're not always gonna feel motivated to to get something done or go through it but if you're constantly practicing that habit of you know going and practice like at, at the time like uh, as a musician yeah. at school like you you put in four to six hours of practice right. like you lock yourself in a room yeah. we call it the shed it's when you go in and you just practice your chops yeah. um and you shed for four to six hours like practicing going over the same melody or the or you know the the certain notes that you're working through or working for your solo um and it it's tough because like i there was a point where i was like i was so self-conscious of people hearing me like i was like this is so uncomfortable Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. um but tuning out i think most i would say mainly is like tuning out out the noise yeah tune out the noise yeah did you ever doubt yourself in the process? No, with everything Definitely. you Definitely. Have you ever doubted yourself? Yeah, I did. Like, a lot. Um, and I think I just had to remind myself, like, yeah, you know, what do you have to lose? Like, what's the worst case that can mm. happen, you know? You don't get that audition or, you, you know, you got rejected. People don't like your work that you put out. But if you don't do it, you're never you're never gonna know. You're never gonna grow from it either, because you will make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the doubt is never gonna leave. I don't think that ever goes away. <laughs> There's no time where, yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's that part of your brain it's part of the fear um and the stress it's there because it's trying to protect you yeah um even like when you get on stage and you're about to perform you feel nervous i don't know some people don't feel nervous i still feel nervous nervous or if i work with a client i'm still gonna feel nervous but it's good it's good that it's there you just need to be able to control Control it and and tune out tune out that voice when necessary um so i I think that nervousness is just like a control check you understand right yeah it just kind of like put you like hey man be aware of you know and like it just it's like keeps you in check once you feel that feeling like okay i feel it now i have to make sure that i I don't make the mistakes that like for example remember i told you how i make the mistakes of not recording you understand right so even (laughs) when i start a podcast i'm nervous like you know so it, it just like keeps me in that position where i have to make sure that this is in control like this is everything is going as planned but yeah and the last time i didn't record was because i was not nervous Oh, it was like yeah. you were overconfident. I was overconfident, and I just boom, and that was what happened. So yes. I, I like literally, I was so smooth with this. Like we got this, man. Let's hey, go. You're like, hey, we're done. <laughs> it's in the books. I never I, now I realize I didn't even feel a, a single bit oh. of nervousness, and then later on I realized that I, 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 I didn't record. But those that I, those days that I feel nervous is like, okay, I'm, I gotta make sure everything is in in place. You understand, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess that's oh, yeah, that's really good <laughs> yeah Sorry. like a healthy it has a healthy, healthy dose of it dose but of it yeah but like just you said, it too much of it check. could be debilitating disa- yeah disastrous yeah. yeah i i literally felt like i was choked like choked like my voice wow. in terms of like if i'm soloing on the saxophone i mean that's a huge part of perform as a performer as a yeah. saxophonist yeah. is you're letting your voice out. You're letting out your personality, and for some reason, I let that get to me, and I, I, I felt like I was. It was like my light was dimming. Um, so I struggled with that for a few years, and I, I also just took a break from from music after graduating. I needed yeah. a break because um, I just felt burnt out, and um, and get back to it later. You I'm know. glad you took a break. I'm glad to hear you were burnt out because I was. Feeling, <laughs> I was feeling like we're the only one we get burnt. Oh my god, you're I was hilarious! Feeling you were. You never. You, oh I was, no! I was, I was, <laughs> good to know you were human. Wow, welcome to. <laughs> you're funny. Uh, okay, so let's let's go um, into like you know being a female, being a female and doing what you're doing. You you get me right? Like mm-hmm. the path you're creating right now. What are some of the challenges that you've? If you've if you've had any, mm. you, know, you get right. Mm-hmm. Like if you've had any, and how were you able to overcome those challenges? Hmm. As like a female artist or artist, athlete, yeah. like uh, any of Black, the aspects, female, all of them put together. Sure. Um, I think there were definitely moments where you know I don't I felt like I wasn't taken as seriously. Serious? Yeah. And obviously, uh, I mean, as a kid, I wasn't into the typical like stuff that most girls or people would expect women or girls to be into i i did a lot of stuff that were more considered masculine like i was into sports i was into fighting i was um and i was like a little daredevil so i was just doing extreme stuff all the time and um but i didn't think it, it didn't bother me as uh 
like i knew it was atypical but i i was like i'm still gonna do it i'm interested in it and um i I didn't let that i guess affect my my um my curiosity and to like pursue things i also didn't want i don't want like for anything i do for it to be like female first and then male and then what i what i do like oh "Oh, you're a a female this you're a female that i just want to be that like whatever i do do, and either consider that i'm good at it or i'm not whatever the case but not that not that you're a female and then this yeah. yeah and i think same for for being black as well i i know they're the importance and why we want to highlight that like here's maybe the first black person that achieved this or but i still don't want to put such like a strong label just because of of that if that makes sense i don't know i i just want to be recognized for the work and the skills that i put into whatever field i'm i'm in if that makes sense yeah it makes sense because you put a lot of time skills and effort into what you do so it'd be really good if people could recognize you for that and not yeah. because of your sex or your color you exactly get, right? because it takes away it, takes away it <laughs> puts it puts all the concentration on something that Some could be divisive, divisive yeah. but i totally understand why that happens and yeah. it's you're, you're trying to uplift or i don't know uh and also i think just just doing and leading by example let's say will maybe it'll inspire people regardless or maybe not i don't know but like i don't want i don't want to have to say i don't know i, I don't know what i'm saying but it's just it, it makes sense don't worry you don't, yeah. have to, you don't have to explain the first the first thing you said made a lot of sense you, you get right like, yeah i think i think it's beautiful like to be valued you understand right and respected for what you're bringing to the table you understand right mm. and not for your sex or your color yeah and you know i'm still gonna push and and try to i guess have like show my presence in something and not not feel intimidated or not if i'm not taken seriously i'm still i'm still gonna push for to be in the space as well i respect that um so i i just try not to i don't want to dwell on on that as much that's a good that's a good mindset and a good place to be so let's talk about this new brand you're building mm-hmm. sounds very interesting sounds like something i want to i want to know more about let's 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 spread the awareness so you said your your sure. new your new like um side gig right yeah or like the niche, uh, the niche of yeah. photography yeah. that i do yeah you talk you spoke about working with up-and-coming businesses and yes like I forgot what you really said, but I want you to not. Let's talk oh, about yeah, yeah. this for like you know for the next few. Yeah. So personal branding. So just showing a someone starting a business. Yeah. Um, but showing their personality as well, and having a personal connection with like the services they put out, and showing their presence. I'll help out with any aspects of that in photography. So it's a lot of portraiture, but yeah. we kind of, I kind of dive deep into what they're about and, and learn what what they want to share. Um, and sometimes they have a personal brander that's working in the design yeah. aspects. Yeah. And we 
together build like a look for for um the company or the brand yeah Mm. yeah and it's uh you know it it sometimes it's not like a one session thing it could be like a couple of months of build something together i love it because you're taking more time to develop something versus like okay just just come in the studio studio, shoot something Um, there's more creative development with it that I really enjoy. Plus, you're collaborating with other people on the yeah. team. If, if they have like a branding person or maybe a, um, like a stylist, a director. Like, there's just a little more um, added to it. So I don't. That would be like the quick explanation. Explanation. Yeah. Um, I enjoy. It. I still do other photography stuff, but yeah. what I'm like putting or exposing more out there is the personal the personal brand, personal brand. Yeah, that human side of that person yes through the picture through a picture yep yeah yeah that, well that's and that's like you said something that takes a while you understand right working for a long period of time before you can actually get to see person for who they truly are you just can't see a person from uh, one day you understand right i just can't know who you are in a day it, mm. it's something that will have to happen like Lots of pictures, lots of trial and error, and then till before you can now know, okay, this picture speaks to you, and that's like lots of trial, trial, trial. Yeah, I mean, well, the preparation phases mm. will be like, uh, I guess not super long, but like, let's say it takes a month to prepare for the shoot, yeah, and then maybe it's a two day shoot, maybe gotcha. it's a three day shoot, maybe it is a one day shoot, but leading up to that, there's a lot of, um, like getting to know phase that goes into it Mm -hmm. um so it's not rushed um and then it's also like it can continuously change like the next year they might want to add something new and we go back to the drawing board um and create something different or a continuation of it so i'm i'm like exploring more into it too and i'm figuring out um some processes or um some approaches that i want to incorporate okay yeah but you don't mind talking about it right no okay no 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 no. because you said i'm still working on it so i I just don't want to spill out something that you're not ready to no i i I enjoy it yeah yeah and then my next question like what inspired you to what what was the reason behind you coming up with this new new brand like what inspired you to do it well i think i think it was already kind of there beforehand i just wanted to expand more like obviously um you know with with these like photography sessions you are getting to know someone even if it's a small window of time but i really enjoy um just the whole creative aspect from start to finish from the from building the concept and in the moment, there's a little bit of impromptu. Like, I like to mix impromptu with some planning. So we might plan some of the shots, but you have to let some things just happen Natural, naturally. Yeah. And then the post-production of that. I love the editing aspect, but, like, everything that gets into the in the final picture, there's a reason for it. Yeah. And, um you know whether that speaks to their personality their brand um i think it needs time and uh, you can't rush through it so um so yeah it's just it's uh 
it's an ongoing process makes i guess sense. <laughs> makes sense Shout yeah. out to you. <laughs> Last question on this topic. How sure. can it affect... So how can I benefit from this? So for example, you know, I'm a personal trainer into oh, exercising. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. How can... Paint the picture for me if yeah. I work with you. Like, what is what is the process going to be like? Okay, Just yeah, curious. definitely. Curious for real. Well, I, um, I definitely would uh, love to learn, like, like, if I'm your client, what's my experience like with Lucky from start to finish? And just getting to know um your your routine or your structure um and then you know y- you basically need to show to your audience like what it's what it's like experiencing something with you so yeah. um with workout training coaching um you know there'd be a mixture of you talking through with your clients like if it's a consultation like capturing all of that yeah and maybe in different environments. Um, and then even just to get a little biopic of you, like what it's what you're like and show your personality. So in your about page, like yeah. um, getting a portrait taken or maybe even videos mixed into that and yeah. and you getting to share like what it is like to expect, you know, to work with you. Yeah. Um, but also branding elements to that too so if you do have like a branding style yeah. there's colors that are involved with that design um, and how that fuses with fo- photo it has to be seamless it has to be there's got to be continuity with that um, so I try to figure that out whether you, you already have branding that's existing oh. or we start from scratch oh. and, and um, you know if there's a graphic designer I would work with them to make like a cohesive image um, for like your website or social media platform. Um, And kind of like also I love like follow someone along like in the day of Lucky, what what it's like to be in your space. Yeah, my space, yeah. So, yeah, it's a little bit like that. Love it. Love it. It sounds... Sounds something I I need to do. <laughs> you understand? Oh right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad you. Well, feel it up. free to ask me any questions. Hey, like, hey, I'll I'll keep the next questions private. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I'd love to help out. So, let me know. Okay. So, what are your aspirations and goals in life? Like, what are you trying to be remembered for? You know, what? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just love like helping people with production so if it's like telling their stories or getting getting their message out like i think i just want to continue doing that and it could be on a large production part of it or something small but um i think that you know like some organizations need help like with like fundraising or if they have like a music program they want to put out or just giving back that way i think i need to use the tools that i'm good at to be able to help others and i think that's something i would want to continue doing um i mean uh, as a like i i've explored in the elements of like as a being in a a performer being in front of the camera but i don't feel as comfortable being in front of the camera i like behind the camera i love yeah i love being in the creative side yeah 
Um, even though like we talked a little bit about Rogue Black, but yeah. even that that idea, I'm okay with someone else doing Blame. it. But I I want to help like facilitate the ideas yeah. and creating things. Yeah. Um, so I I see myself yeah. in that role continuously and just just help others like f- you know create whatever it is and the vision that they have. Yeah. Um, and I find you know. Uh, the medium that I work through is such a strong tool camera microphone like these are strong tools to you know to get communication out so um so I I I don't have like an exact picture in my head to answer you to I just I know it's always going to be like creating yeah I mean that's a good answer the fact that you just you want to head you want to you want people's stories to be heard you understand mm-hmm. right through photos or videos or music like basically and i like how you talk about organizations if they need help you know putting the word out there i feel like we're all here for a different a different purpose but yeah at the end of the day we're still one yeah. you know and it's like a body like there's an eye for seeing you know you could be that part that a I'm not here for everything. I'm just here for one thing. I just want to make sure your video, like you understand me, right? The right message you want to pass across in your video, it's being seen. You get mm-hmm. it, right? No, no, that's all I'm here for. And after that, I'm out. You get it, right? And I think that's that's literally like what life is all about. You know, like we're all here, even if we're different. We're all just in some way here for a bigger picture. We don't know what that picture is, but we're all here to just little role and after that once that role is over sometimes you know we die we you know but mm. it's all about once your role is over you understand me right you got nothing else to do here like get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> you're funny <laughs> oh man okay so yeah it's true you, you had an amazing career what's the biggest opportunity you've had like your first big one you're like whoa i think i want to do this now for real like oh, i want to yeah. know like the aha moment for you, you understand right that moment that changed you you're like you know what this is how i want to do it oh wow yeah i think i think it was when i got a chance to work with the boston symphony orchestra oh yes yes <laughs> tell us about that story i know i know a little bit of our story but like you know let's i um i got to produce direct and perform for this project with Boston Symphony Orchestra. It was a Halloween project and um, we put together a thriller flash mob in homage to Michael Jackson and the choreographer Michael Peters and we combined it with the musicians from Boston Symphony Orchestra and did like a whole live production production, outside in, in the neighborhood in Boston. So um, it was, I believe it was a two day performance. The first day was at the symphony hall, like yeah, in, front in front of, of the it. building. Yeah, I remember. The second day, they we had like a trolley, like a little bus, and we drove around in like in, in the neighborhood and we had different pit stops. We would get out and just do like a whole surprise. Like people did not <laughs> see I, it I coming. Out of nowhere, yep. Yeah, so. How, how that all started was like, I, I think it was in 2016, like, I'm, it's funny enough, I'm not a huge Halloween person, mm-hmm. but that year <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to do something different. Yeah. So I went out, so I, for one hour, <laughs> I went on YouTube, I learned Michael Peters choreography. Like there's so many thriller yeah. versions out well. there. 
but m very few do it exactly like how Michael Peters did, and his choreography is amazing. Like yeah. I'm sure you've you've seen Thriller, like the yeah, classic I've seen, yep, I've seen the, yeah. music video. Yeah. I when I was a kid and I saw that mm -mm. for the first time on TV. Yep. I think it was on MTV. I think it was MTV. Yeah. And uh, I think it was like back in '95. I saw it. I was. I thought it was a movie at first because it was so elaborate. So, like the intro, yeah. everything was was well thought out and um and it was freaky too but i was just so captivated on tv i was like this is such a classic so i was like i want to bring this i want to do this classic like halloween night i went outside i turned on my car yeah. i had the headlights on and i just danced the michael jackson thriller by myself <laughs> by in the streets i used to and everyone people were watching you. people trick-or-treating they yeah. walk by they're like you know the parents recognize yeah, the song no, but the kids, kids are like what is she doing <laughs> um and it kind of just like ignited this fire in me like i want to do this next year with like just a group of friends let's just do it for fun we'll go around downtown and just dance this for fun like just have like a group of maybe eight to ten, ten people, people yeah so I did that the following year and it kind of, you know, it's amazing. Some things, when you push yourself to do something, um, things just connect like naturally. And um, I, 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 I noticed that happens like often, like if you just, I don't know, just let things flow naturally and things will come to you like yeah. from the universe. I know this sounds so like cheesy, no, no, it doesn't. but it, I, I, I saw I, it. I agree with you. I agree right? with you 100%. <laughs> Just you just go with the yeah, yeah. So that year, we happened to, I think this was so in one of the neighborhoods they do. I'm not gonna say where I can't say yeah. where, but they do like this amazing, huge like Halloween festival for the kids. Like they shut down some of the streets. Sweet. I know where that is. And yeah, yeah. So we did we did a performance there, and there happened to be like a live band that was playing, yeah. and they caught on to our you know our thriller flash mob so yeah. they played they played the song so live with guys, us yeah. so now it's like this whole like impromptu thing happening with another group of artists, artists musicians yeah. and you guys are just yeah to dance yeah and that's a collaboration it was great so you know that that night was over didn't think of anything of it afterwards like a couple months went by and i got a contact from um this woman she's from this organization they do like productions in boston yeah they they help out like artists and and um just give like exposure to small artists in yeah. boston yeah. for many different things like yeah. whether it's like art gallery mu music music yeah. they do amazing stuff so i got contacted by them and they said hey we're trying to pitch something to bso um they want to do something where there's more community involved, engagement yeah, involved yeah. and not just like being at the Inside. at the symphony hall yeah. <laughs> and they were like well we saw you at this like halloween throwdown and they're serious? like can you tell us more about this like would you be interested in pitching this with us yeah. so i said yes i'm like you know <laughs> why not um but also uh we 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 built we like we just built on top of that like made it bigger and um i ended up so i ended up uh i hired like a special effects makeup artist he was um Ty his name's tyler green and he was he's phenomenal he was on the show uh face off uh, i don't know if you know the movie or face off no 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 but you know those competition tv shows um so I there's one for yeah yeah I like they create like special effects on the makeup, makeup and masks oh, oh, okay 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 um i think i saw netflix or so yeah i 
I think it, yeah, it might have been on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on, but... You have on, to make the face, paint the face some... Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've yes. seen it, I've seen it, yeah. And, um, and then I hired some some dancers uh, with various backgrounds. Some were break dancers, some were, like, uh, contemporary dancers. Yeah. And, um, and with the musicians, you know, like, we had... This was a whole year preparation. I, I started that, yeah. from January. Wow. Or maybe a couple a couple months before that, up until uh, October, October yeah. wow. and I had to I had to piece all of these elements together. But I had so much fun and enjoying it because I kind of knew a little bit of like I have a dance yeah. experience, yeah. so I can you know really? help like choreograph and and teach like with the dance portion. Um, and then for video, like I edited the video. Oh, you did videos. <laughs> I edited the video. Uh, I mean, and then with the musicians too, like just uh, incorporating the dance moves because the musicians were had some dance moves as well, and like where to hit their notes, where yeah. to hit their dance moves. Um, there was so much going on and preparing for it, and then rehearsals. Uh, so that was an aha moment, or one of the aha moments of like all of these elements like you can bring it together in a production and that's where magic happens um and i love it and the, the funny thing is like you prep for so long but then that moment is like this it's done yeah, it's like and then you feel like oh this is over like there's yeah like rehearsals and then performing performing there's it's uh it's such a heightened environment and there's a lot of energy but it finishes so quickly and it's like, know, five seconds and and it's like that baby you worked yeah, on for yeah, so long yeah. it, it's it's done but i love the whole process from start to finish I, i've always loved that so um for me like that was my one or one of the aha uh -huh moments, moments of like I love working in production in general, yeah. and I just want to continue that. I want to work on bigger projects, maybe a, a movie someday. Hey, man. Um, it's possible. It's possible, yeah. And when you have a good team, yeah. man, like. And then someone like you behind it. <laughs> <laughs> I think another, just to give you one more aha yeah. moment, I got a chance to play a role in a movie and this was in 2019 as well oh, what movie? Uh, love weddings and other disasters it's a rom-com it's with um diane keaton and jeremy irons there's a couple other love wedding. there's a couple other actors you'll recognize i'm terrible with names but yeah. the girl from um, disasters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the girl from you remember the movie taken yes i'm gonna Find I'm you gonna find you and I'll kill you. I have some yeah. skills that so I So the would. daughter from that oh, movie, really? she's in it. No. Um, there's a couple other. I'm just terrible with names. Yeah, no, pardon me. But um, just being on set. So I, I I played as a musician. I was like a, a sax player, and I had a couple lines. It's in towards the end of the movie. If you ever like bother to watch it, <laughs> I'm just gonna fast forward to the end yeah. of the movie. Where's Ali? Where's Ali? <laughs> uh, but so, uh, just seeing, just seeing, like being on a film set and just watching the whole, like what I what I've done in production is such a small, small scale, <laughs> like a speck of what the film industry is like but just to watch all the magic happen, happen. and everyone doing their part yeah. to make something work like it's you crazy. said before like we're all here like we're all 
yeah, we all have different experiences, but yeah. we all play a part, play a part. in yeah. in life. Yeah, you know whether we know it or not, like yeah. how it affects. But so much goes into um, building a film, and um, in general, I just love even like if you play in an orchestra, like yep. when you're a collective organism, the bigger picture is just there's so much to it, and like it's just amazing just to see like what we can achieve when yeah. when we put come together come together um and and tell a story like it could be a powerful story it could be life-changing um and you know music film movie like all of that can it's so powerful yeah, i i keep saying that but i i think it's amazing so those those were like some two aha moments where i'm like yeah I'm, i feel like i'm in i'm where i need, to, need be to be yeah and continue on this path that's dope so that's yeah dope, that's dope I envy that. Wow. Two, two, yeah, like the, the BSO thing, like when I saw it, it was beautiful. The, oh, thank the you. Dance, it was. <laughs> was I surprised? No, I was like, yep, that's Ali doing that thing. You understand, right? <laughs> it just, it really felt good seeing you out it there. It was really random, right? Like, it was random. But at the same time, too, I was like, I'm happy for you. You get it, right? Thank because you. Because you, you just, you deserve it. You put a lot into it and, and it came out very beautiful. People going crazy on the street, bringing our phone, taking pictures. That was, and that was my favorite part, like to see people's like smiles on their faces, and um, and I don't know, their the energy was there where it's like, that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted people to be happy and like have fun. Um, I've always enjoyed that, like growing up when I watch performances and to see the performers on stage, like to see them in their elements and. Uh, it's very inspiring. So um, I don't know if I'm going to be performing as much these days. Like I know I said before, like I like to be behind the camera camera, and that's, I think I'm finding my place there more these days. So I'm doing less of like the dancing Dancing, and all that, but um, uh, I'm I'm just grateful that I was able to experiment with it and, and explore like those, those aspects as an artist, I guess. That's dope, man. I like people that say this, like, I don't think I want to be in front of the camera. I want to be behind the camera. I just, mm. it's something about, like, everybody wants to be seen. You understand me, right? Right, Everybody wants right. to be a star. And here you are saying, nah, I don't think, I want to make a star, but I don't want to be that star. It just, it's just such a selfless act, you understand, right? Mm. That, like, it's just, only you can feel. No one else can, can get the feeling you get from doing it. You get right? You wouldn't like everybody wants to see the star. Like, oh, he's the me. Well, like, do you know the people that filmed this? Do you know yeah. the people that the level of work they put in? No one cares about that. Yeah, it's true. No one really, their it's, names just go by fast. Like, <laughs> what's behind the curtain? Behind the curtain There's yeah. more than what meets the eye. And like, it's not to take away from who's in front, front there because yeah. they're doing an amazing, amazing job, job, whatever yeah. it is. But there's so much that it's like an iceberg. You look at the tip of it from what's exposed. Yeah, but, like, but there's so much underneath. So much underneath, yeah. And I'm always in awe. Like even uh, for example, like any of the Jackie Chan movies. Like growing up, I watched so much of his movies, but they would always show. He would always show like the behind the, the behind scenes, the scenes yeah, the of fills. the choreography. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, the stunts they would do. Yeah. When you look at it in the moments in the movie, or like things happen in a flash, and I think we just take for granted take like for how we think everything is just done easily, yeah, easily and yeah. there's so much work that goes into it. It would I just agree. make that seeing stuff like that always made me appreciate like wow i want to learn how that works like 
how do you how did you get the sound for this how did you get you know this type of lighting technique for yeah. this shot um so all of that out it just made me like wanting to be behind the camera yeah. and just figuring out stuff like That's the technicality or how to piece it together yeah. all of that so yeah I guess that's my answer. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so let me see. I, I want to ask this question. Like, what yeah, are some of it. your biggest failures that you, you know, I know you've had a, you're just still, still growing and I'm still mm. learning, but like, you mm. know, so far, like, what are some of the failures you've had and how have you been able to learn from them? Mm. My biggest failure, I would say internally, um, I'm terrible with like tapping into, I guess, being just more emotionally, like putting my emotional thoughts out there okay, and yeah. I'm always very closed off Yeah. and that can, that can hinder, I guess, some growth or like how you move forward with like relationships, like friendships and yeah. whatnot. And, you know, I wish like looking back i wish i expressed myself a little um, more um because you're also like you're you're in your truth too when you do that and i i just held back so um i think the music aspect too like i i felt like i didn't push as far as i could have and it's never too late never too late yeah but definitely like the self-doubt that we talked about earlier on i i th i think that really kind of stunted my growth as yeah. a musician i could have i could have gone further with it mm. um there's a lot of reservation and um deciding like you know i can't maybe that's not my calling maybe it is but i don't know i i think i didn't i didn't push it as far as i i could have and I still don't think it's too late. I'm not letting go music. I'm yeah. never letting go music. <laughs> it's just music and I. We have a, that, we have a moment right yeah, now. Yeah. Like we're taking, we're Breaks. taking that little break. And, yep. Which um, is good. We need that break, you know, to yeah, figure yourself out and what you want to do. And sometimes, it's always just a minor setback for major comeback, you know. So you could take a break for a little bit and even come back better than yeah. Find yourself first, and then later on you can, you know yeah 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 okay so i'm glad you said this so now with what you know what you've seen mm -hmm. if you can advise you know the 15 years old ali a younger you like what would your advice be what would you mm -hmm. tell ali um i would say there's a lot i would say um i would say like whatever like path I would want to take like try to find a mentor is very important I mm. think I think I kind of skipped through that like in college I was like you know what I'll, I'll figure it out like um and I kind of wish I had a little bit more guidance yeah um and and just being I guess I think the I keep going back to the self-doubt, but like really tuning that out. Um, what else would I say to a 15 year old Allie? I 
I don't know. I guess I think the world, it's not a kind place. And right. you have to, I think you have to accept that earlier on. Yeah. And, and not, you know, not everyone has good intentions or you're going to hurt. You're going to learn some hard lessons, but you have to embrace, you have to embrace some of those falls. I think they're important and not let it get to you to like not push yourself, push yourself. to the next or don't be so down on yourself because shit happens pardon my french but um yeah i don't know i think that would be what i would tell her <laughs> honestly like i'm sitting here and i with everything you've done and like i've seen you do and you can do and you're still talking about self-doubt and i do just <laughs> and like how much you wouldn't let that stop you you get right and yeah. it's not even a joke and i'm like how many of I, like I, I question myself man, how many self doubt have I let stop me from doing because mm. like I feel like I, I've not done half of what I want to do yeah you get right same and most <laughs> of that is coming from self doubt right yeah like I how do you for you how do you um, overcome that or what what are your approaches for that so I for me it's like I don't do a lot of stuff. I do like maybe one or two stuff. I am I'm just I just do one spot, and in situations like that, where I have that self doubt, I always first I make up my mind. You understand, right? That this this part I want to go to. Like I have to. I don't. I, how do I express this? Hmm. I I make up my mind and say like. For me, death is the highest thing that can happen to me. Right, get, right. Right. So it's like I make up my mind and say, if I have to die doing this, you understand me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you get like so. When I'm in that situation of self doubt, I also love to tell people around me. You get right. If I feel like I'm gonna fail, I love to do. I love to tell my friends and tell them, hey man, I'm about to do something huge hmm. for the first time. If I fail, please don't laugh at me. You understand me, right? If I fail, please hmm. get me back up. You get me right. So you if show I some vulnerability. Feel, yes, yes. I tell them if I feel I've never done this before. Yeah. And I'm about to support me, please. Like, I'm not begging for you to clap for me, but like when I feel, don't let me stay there for too long. You understand me, right? Yeah. If you see me fall down, pick me up. You understand? I might not be able to pick myself up. So I let my, I always let people know around me. Like, hey man, I'm about to start something. I don't know where this is gonna lead, but if I fail, please don't laugh at me. If I fail, don't don't you know, just. Help me get back up. That's great that you allow yourself to open up. I open to up that to too. yes, yes. I tell people like that. I make that one clear, and then the next step is now. I am willing to do whatever it would take. You understand, right? So yeah. it's like yeah. you know after accepting that, it's like don't worry about me. You get me right. I have made up my mind that it has to be this, and if it means me, you know dying or doing whatever to make this happen i have to make it happen so at that point doubt because doubt failure comes from sometimes you know it's not you that you're worried about it's what the world yeah. will think when you fail you understand me right it's very so external when, yeah it, it's mostly external like what the world say what would people say what would my friends say so i try to bring those clothes to me and let them know that if i feel i told you i was gonna feel like be like <laughs> what are you still surprised about? You understand hmm. me, right? Like, I already, already told you. I already told you I was going to feel so. This is it. Way, like, sometimes I just, I tell people, like, I'm dumb. Like, I tell people a lot of some stuff that I, <laughs> so when it happens, don't be, 
You understand? And that's Don't not me shot. making excuses <laughs> for for my actions. You understand, right? But that's just me letting you know my flaws and things that mm. I am really not good at this. You understand, right? So if you put me out there and I fail, but I am willing to do my best to not fail. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yeah, I'm not failing definitely. because I'm not trying. I'm failing because I really wasn't good at it. But now, do I also consider that failure? I don't consider that failure. I've grown right. past the stage where yeah. I don't see failures for failures, you understand, right? I see failures as um, I embrace failures. I I, I, le- I like failures because I always tell myself, like, how? Who give you the gods to think you should pass this the first time you're doing it? You right. understand, right? You yeah. have never done this before. Like the 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 F entry for you to think that if I do this once, I should I should feel like I should get it. Are you not like you understand, right? Right. So, so like those are all ways that I used to. I don't know if makes if this makes sense, but like when I'm in that situation where I want to start an idea and I'm having that doubt, I let I like to clear it out first. You understand, right? Like to clear it out first, and then I have this. Now, what's stopping me? What's my biggest fear? Mm-hmm. You understand, right? My biggest fear is dying. So I accepted, like, okay, if, okay, if it boils down to the point of me dying, I can do it. Now I'm at that point where I am limit. Like I feel like there's no limit now because if I accept the worst case that can happen, which is dying, you get right. Now, if I, in most case, I never die, so I'm still here. <laughs> you, you, you get right? right. So like, yep. That's that's kind of like the mindset I have towards doubt. I love that. I and I. I wholeheartedly agree like failure I try not to see it as failure because you're still trying and if anything it's like if you're you you miss what is it you miss 100% of the shots you you don't don't take take. uh by I think Wayne Gretzky said that like yeah um and it's true because if you're not trying you're not trying but there's always like there's some trajectory of progress like Uh, some of the sports I like rock climbing for example um, there's always like this practice of like letting go the fear of falling it's very hard to do like you are way up high up up there there. but if you can get closer to being comfortable with that feeling of falling Falling. or failure you're gonna climb better and harder harder than you've ever done because now you're letting go of like this layer that of the self-doubt and you can put your all into the next move um and it's something like climbers try to practice but it's such a beautiful thing because you're right like you feel limitless like once you think that that yeah that fear is gone you know but also it's true i there's always room for progress and you learn from your your quote-unquote failure there's always a learning opportunity there so it's kind of a win because it it changes your mindset or what you need to tweak and adjust to move to the next step Mm. um and you know a lot of people in successful in their career like late in their career will tell you like i fucked up many times like look at all the ceos and founders of their company they had failed businesses they've you know it's a bumpy ride and it doesn't just come just like that unless you're extremely lucky Lucky. but even then it's like lucky is not even lucky even lucky is not lucky I don't know anybody that can be. My name is Lucky. I don't know anybody You're that right. can be actually luckier than me. You know, by name, I was called Lucky. But even that time, you know, yeah. I still don't feel lucky. I still feel like. You're not yeah. lucky. You're blessed. I'm blessed. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
you spoke about mentorship. I was going to end this, but I oh, that's yeah. something you spoke about that I really want to you know talk about. Do you have a mentor, you know, and mm. how did you think that I've not having or having a mentor has affected you and you know, what have you learned from it? Honestly, because I don't yeah. have a mentor. I I like I don't have a mentor. And I honestly I've been thinking about it lately too. It's like I've been the idea has been coming to my head that look I mm. need a mentor, someone that yeah. can, guide you through life because honestly we don't i have no clue what i'm doing you guys right you, you, you get right never done this before none of my family members have done this before so it's like everything i do is out of me what i've learned and something so it'd be nice yeah, to same, have same <laughs> yeah there and there's i guess there's different forms of mentors like it doesn't necessarily have to be in the Person. exact career yeah that you're you're going at um but someone that is a good sounding board to provide um some i guess maybe non-biased like advice yeah um it's just good to bounce off ideas someone that you trust yeah, and yeah. um but even like i've been considering like looking into maybe a, a career coach or some sort of coach, coach that yeah. in the niche that i'm going through yeah. and i think it's important just because they have some insight that we you know you might be missing um and not necessarily telling you exactly what to do but just i think some guidance like that in general is important and i and i know there's benefits to that i've seen it with like other people that have had like some sort of mentorship yeah. like early on um but i will say like my brother my my mom they've been great mentors, mentors like yeah. as like emotional support and just support in general i've i've really appreciated that um so like family i think is a f is a form of mentorship uh for sure as well yeah it's the easiest one you can get yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can get yeah yeah well if you want more i feel like if you want more in life you have to go beyond family mentorship you know mm. you have to start investing yes something external you know yes yeah. definitely yep yeah. invest in yourself yeah, I struggle with it. It's like I have done so many things myself in life that now it's like, and I know I should, but I still struggle with. What are, What are your goals? Like, what do you? I'm sorry. Now I'm like turning the tables to, over. No, 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 no. Like, um, <laughs> what in what areas? You know. Um. So you you do like personal training. training yeah. Um. What What are your goals with that, or like what type of mentorship you're looking for per se, or is it for like the podcast or a little bit of everything? Yeah. I think for let's say okay, let's go with the personal training. Yeah. I someday like for me this is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm still getting started. You understand, right? My long term goal is to have a gym. Mm. You get right. I want to make fitness very very convenient and efficient for people. Like you know how we we're talking about. There's a Dunkin' Donut on every. <laughs> that's sure. what I want fitness to be. You get right. I want to put fitness on every, if possible, as accessible to you as possible like literally you just wake up and there's gym it i don't know how you know you just wake up and there's a there's a way to work out somewhere you don't have to think about you know oh i have to drive to the gym i have to you know i want to make it it's there yeah it's there mm. you know that's my long-term you know goal for fitness but like right now like i'm walking towards having my own studio you know so i'm i'm in that place where i'm asking myself is this too soon or do I still need to stay a little longer? You get right. Mm -hmm. So, still where I'm working with, you know, do I have to still stay there? Because 
I don't know, but having someone that has been through that process or knows can say, hey man, yeah, I think you're you're ready to do this, take this step, or you know, to tell me, now wait a little bit, don't don't rush, you know. Yeah. 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 And then with the podcast, um, I'm happy with the podcast. We all, we have on it an eight episode, but like I still want to take it to a higher level. You get yeah. right. I like want to studio, studio for that, like right? for that. I want to have a setup where like we could have four guys in here all sure. talking about. So you don't have to keep checking and <laughs> definitely like a yeah, whole team. Yeah, like I love a whole that. team. You know, guy behind the camera, like. You know, and also conversation-wise too, I want to bring in four different ideas. So not just myself and you, but like sure. three other people. And we're just like all passionate and talking about our story, what we've learned from, you know, being in control of our own life. You understand yeah, me, right? Like yeah. put those messages out there. That's that's my plan. Like next year, I want to work towards having at least like a four people set up podcast and with like maybe two cameras and that can at least... Not just one camera again, the wide angle of everything, but like two cameras that can go from this person to this person. Yep. Like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's, that's my that's my goal for the podcast. Beautiful. Yeah. So what do you recommend? What do you think? You know, like I I would say what I what I've re- realized, sometimes you just have to start something, go for it and yeah. not wait too mm, long. Because mm. um, you have to sometimes we just I don't know for myself like oh i'm i'm a perfectionist and i'm gonna be like no it's not ready yet like don't put it out just yet because of this 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 and that but sometimes to get this the ball rolling um just start it so like if you feel like you have an opportunity to get a studio going yeah um get it right gets get started because maybe i will either not happen not not happen but you know you you might can wait too long but i love the idea of having a team it makes it easier cuz you can focus on, on just the subject, subject and yeah. the people you're talking to and yeah. leave the production to the crew um and it makes it more engaging when it's like different different opinions camera changes and yeah the the discussion as well yeah um after this, I do want to put you in touch with someone, so I'll, I'll okay, mention. Okay, okay. I yeah. like that. I like yeah. that. I like that. And, like, you talked about wait, something you said. I'm not a perfectionist. You get it, right? Okay. I don't f- care how I start. <laughs> that you, makes like, it easier. <laughs> you, you will not believe me. I literally, because I've realized, it's self-awareness. I've realized that I would never have everything I need to get started. Mm. You get it, right? Like, and I don't complain about it. I love it. You get it, right? So yeah. I've come to that point where it's like, if it if it happens perfect for me, I'm running away from it. You get it, right? So the first time I tried it and it's perfect, <laughs> I'm like, fuck, no, no, this is not going to, you know, like, that's, that's that's level of awareness that I have. I love it when it doesn't start the way, like, okay. perfect. I love it. Look at it. It's an iPhone I'm using to oh, make yeah, a video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I even have a camera. I but love that. I even have a camera, but I don't even... The iPhone is so easy, it's easy, convenient. Get it started. Get it started. I don't want to say, oh, because I don't have this. Everything we have here came by, came with time. Yeah. You get right. That's what I've learned. Like literally, if you, the most important thing is just get started. It doesn't matter where you are. Exactly. Start. I love that. Plus, like you know, there. Yes, the the types of tools you use and the gear does go like 
a long way but yeah. it's how you use the tools and yes. the creativity like when i when i was starting i don't know i was just like you just make do with what you have like a lot of creative stuff comes out of like people just using the, the simplest, simplest setup mm. it's so amazing for real because and it also like it does um inspire like think outside the box outside more and like I don't know. There's there's something to it, but not not to knock down. It's just like using all the expensive gear and the shiny toys doesn't make you doesn't like a great you a filmmaker, great photographer, yeah. like whatever producer. It's um, a plus, but it's a plus. You should be able to like still knock something out with yeah the minimal stuff, and it forces you to really hone in and refine your skills from you directly yeah. before even relying on gear. So. Yeah, I, l I love that. Plus, like, you're you're comfortable in the rawness of it. It sounds like so. Yeah, I I think you'll you'll go far with it. Like, continue. Don't let it go. Yeah, I'm so comfortable <laughs> go for in the it. rawness of it. Like, <laughs> I think I'm not getting too comfortable. <laughs> I need to switch things up. <laughs> I think maybe next year I should start going for perfection. I guess, but right now I'm just so comfortable in the rawness of it. Like, oh, okay. We just go with it. Let's, you know. It's, yeah, see I, where it goes. Let's. <laughs> and you do um, editing as well. Do you do do you dabble in video editing? So I do the minimal stuff I can. Okay. Like, once I'm done here, I have the aud the audio is here. I would play with it on my laptop and then upload it on um yeah Anchor that like shares it all over. And then I have the video on my phone. I try transferring to my laptop, but it takes a lot of work. So I just do it on my sure. phone there directly off the phone. In short amazing app that it just you know oh yeah yeah I'm familiar i just with take the audio from it's here great. put it on the video nice email it to myself and there's a way you can link the audio to the to the video and then i just try to make it match and just play around with it cut 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 save and then i'll put it on youtube boom makes my life so easy yeah because if it's not easy i wouldn't i don't think i'll be able to do it with the way with my schedule and work so anything that just makes mm. this easy for me i want to do it i understand yeah okay yeah. Yeah. yeah amazing but That's no complaint great. yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so last question okay Let me see. how can people reach out to you you know how sure. can how can people be part of your your life your business you know support you because guys like we've heard the story of ali amazing amazing like <laughs> she's just this self self-made there's a funny mm. thing. There, there, there's a quote like that that says, everyone is self-made, but only the successful will agree. Mm. The, does, does, that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, wherever you are, you some way play the role in it. And that's and that's what that's where you you are right now. You brought yourself from completely... I can do it. Even if you couldn't. Like, the first time you, you owed the saxophone and you couldn't even play it, and they asked you if you can, and you said you can. And just that opens so many doors for you that literally we're here because of that choice you mm, you yeah. know you you made you better than yourself and that has led you so far and if we can any way shape or form i know you have a youtube i know you have an instagram I, like you know how can we be how can we support you sure uh where can you find me uh my website is uh alifatog.com so a-l-i-p-h-o-t-o-g.com um and then for instagram baba blue one i there you'll just see like a mixture of everything that i put my hands on for projects um and then 
on I guess on YouTube. I really enjoy YouTube because you can put out more like fleshed out videos. Instagram is a shorter platform. You really that's like short small bites. So for longer stuff, yeah, you can find it on I guess my YouTube is my full name. So Alexandria Pierre Etienne, and um, I don't know. You'll probably just have this written on the title because it's a long French name. (laughs) I won't bother spelling it out. But yeah, so I, I I guess those three would be like um, good Wait, spots good to just to. you know be updated on what I'm working on. I'll you be putting e- some stuff email out there. Oh yeah, that's probably important. So it's <laughs> photoalligraphy yeah. at gmail dot com. Gotcha. And it's p h o t o a l i g r a p h y at gmail dot com. Easy, easy, guys. So you know, go show some love. You know, it. be part of support you. Support small businesses, honestly. We we need that support. We need that support, guys. Don't go give contract to all these big joints and you know, <laughs> leave the up and coming out of the picture and the me right? You know, go show Ali some love. Support her. Let me see. Ali, is there any question you would you you would think I would ask that I didn't ask you today? Hmm. Is there anything that you know no, you're expecting you've, you've me to gone You've asked some great questions. Yeah, well, yeah I really appreciate it. And oh no, thank, thank you so you. much for having me my on. Pleasure, my yeah. pleasure. I feel I'm like glad we got a chance to do it finally, for too. Real, right? For it's been a long time coming in. <laughs> yeah. But the moment you said yes, I was like, finally, I want something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. And we definitely got to do some training. I'm done. Again, we I'm should. Dumb. We can do some like killer videos I'm again. Dumb. I'm done. Whenever you're ready, you, yes. you're the one with the killer And the weather schedule. is getting Weather's getting nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, 100%, okay. 100% down. Dope. You, you, <laughs> you got me, you know. Whenever your schedule lets you, just let me know. And okay. I am, yeah, I'm we'll definitely connect. Well, I appreciate the time. Thanks thank for so having much, me Ali. on again. Yes. So, with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It was an amazing one. I honestly learned something from Ali that I, I had no clue but not just me i hope you guys learned something too that there's no excuses and that's what this podcast is all about like you know trying to make you guys believe that literally hmm. you can teach yourself anything i mean not really anything but you know you can teach yourself a lot of things you know and it's better that you try and fail than literally not try at all and imagine what would have happened if you didn't try hmm. you know ali did a lot of things that you know like she said you know she wished she had a coach or someone that would teacher that but because you don't have it doesn't mean you're not gonna live life or do these things you understand me right we live in a world where we have youtube now you can watch anything you can literally have mentors from books mentors online apps they're all all over you know so don't let your situation or your environment or wherever you are right now be the reason why you cannot be that great person that you were destined to be so that's, That's right. a wrap for today. Once again, Ali, well I appreciate you for coming on the podcast. Likewise. Thank you so yes. much. Appreciate this conversation. Guys. Peace.